And welcome to this stuff is Yuma Daf Chaf Gimel. It is the 27th Daf and Sal Yuma. We're going to begin a few lines down. Um, so the mission describes that the lottery between um, these competing Kohanim is conducted by the coin Kohanim mixing the fingers for a count. And the mission elaborated that what will the fingers do and to extend the lottery? They may um, extend one or two fingers, and the coin do not extend a thumb. Um, in the beginning, the Shlomar asks, now, the Mishnah, it's that the, the coin makes in two fingers. Does not necessarily say that they um, may also extend one finger? So, Rav, um, who said this is not difficult? Because here, when the Mishnah speaks of extending one finger, is referring to a healthy person who has um, no difficulty extending just one finger, that I extend the same one. Um, there, where the Mishnah mentions two fingers, it's I'm referring to a sick person who is, um, um, who is difficult to extend a single finger at a time. So, it's not bright that they may extend one finger, but... Um, um, but they may not extend to, in which case that the statement says, so it's, it's in reference that to a healthy person, person however, a sick, per, sick person makes in even two fingers, and the sick person is said to lie alone separately from the other quantum, some two fingers, but um, their two fingers are counted only as one. Remember I asked, and, um, are the sick person's two fingers really counted only as one? Wasn't it bright that the quantum may not extend the third finger or the middle finger or the thumb together with the index finger? Due to concern for cheaters, um, one who sees the that the account is approaching him might intentionally extend um, an extra finger so the lottery will fall on him. If he doesn't extend a third finger, it is counted on him. So this is because the third finger cannot be stretched very far away from the index finger. So um, that is um, easily recognizable that both fingers are from the same person. And this is not taken as in time to cheat. He sends his thumb, however, it is not counted for him. And and he is, pu- and he is punished, um, and he is beaten by... Um, Person in charge of um, um, Pakia, the, Im- um, the implication of the bright is still where the third finger is extended across with the middle finger, both fingers are counted. Our answer um, what does the bright mean when it said the coin extended his middle finger along with his index finger? It is counted for him. It also means, as stated earlier, that the two fingers are counted as one. Our missions um, that the um, the hitting of the person is um, the, from the person in charge of the Pakia. What is a Pakia? Um, Rob said it's a madra. However, the meaning of the term also becomes clear over time. The Maris, what is a madra? Rob says it is a whip or um, a um, matraka used by the Arabs. The end is which is split into several strands. Um, that is the Pia mentioned above, which is used for punishing the Kohanim. So, it's on a mission. An incident occurred where both of the Kohanim were equal as they were running up the ramp, and one of them shoved the other and he fell and his leg was broken. The Tanantan, the um, Tosefta, an incident occurred where Two quantum were equal as they were running in the center of the ramp. One of them breached the, the fort's vacham before his colleague. And then out of anger, took a knife and stabbed him in the heart. Oh, that's, that's a little harsh. And the, um, Tosefta, um, and if Tosefta continues, that Rav Tzadik then stood upon the steps of the entrance hall to the main, um, second of the main and said, hear this, um, Achim, um, the brothers, the house of Israel, um, there's a pasuk that says that um, if someone is um, killed in this land and is not to be known who had killed him, then the Zikanim and the Shofim, the judges, shall come forth and they shall measure in the city which is nearest to um, the killed man shall um, make a ifer. Um, so the um, Zikanim of that city took the uh, if I broke its neck in a, um, in, I think yeah, it's a, the paran broke its neck in a, um, like a ritual of kipora, kapara, um, 
reward of us in this arsenal upon who the who should um um bring the um the para. So does the obligation fall on the city, you find so that um it's time um, must bring the um the um calf or does the obligation fall upon the Bidimish um courtyard so that the Kohana must bring it at the point the entire assembly of people burst into tears. The father of the boy came and found that he was still like um like losing he said May my son's death be an atonement, uh, be a uh, kapara for you. My son is still convulsing; he's not died, and as such, the knife which is in his body has not become tamay through contact with the corpse. If you remove it, it will still be um, tahor for free. Jesus, to have the comments, this incident comes to teach you that the the um, utensils uh, was more concerned to them than the shredding of blood. Even the boy's father voiced more concern over the um, Torah of the knife than over the than the child. Similarly, it says, "Furthermore, um, Menasha spilled innocent blood very much till he had um, failed um, shot from one into the other." That is in Malachim Bet Parachaf Aleph Pasuk Tet Zion. I want to say. Shows that the day will um people paid little attention to like bloodshed. Um, they were asked which incident came first, one about the broken leg or the one about the, um, the murder, um. And they did the murder on you know um. They did not establish a lottery, but continued with the running com- competition. Can it be that in response to an incident of a um coin's leg being broken, they did establish a ro- lo- lottery? Rather than say that the case in which the coin was broken in the course of the race came first, and the mission states that the establishment was lotteries in response to that incident. Um. So the Gemara returns the mitzvah of removing the ashes um from the mizbeach. And the associated issues, the Tanam Tanam, right to the Torah states after discarding the removal ashes, and he has to put off um, his garments and put on other garments and carry the um, the ashes out of the um, camp to clean place. Um, I understand from here that the change of the Begadim is the mitzvah of changing to a different type of baggage. Um, so it's the change of Begadim performing the caper when the Kohen Gadol changes back and forth from gold clothes to white clothes. The of the Torah requires that he removes his um, special begadim um, and put on non-special begadim. So, by the way, otherwise that the others of Pasuk says that he has to put on, um, take off his um, begadim and put on other begadim, thereby, um, like, um, um, just opposing the um, the um, begadim that um, he put on um and the beginning of the in some cases, just as there, the thing the, that he removes, this is where he performed the mitzvah of the removal of the ashes, our, our sacred, um, special begodim. So, so here, the clothes he put on to take the ashes out of the camp are, um, special, um, begodim. So, um, so they want to ask, and with regard to Rish Lakish, who maintains that these two, um, so, who, who maintains that these two, um, begotten are mentioned before that, and they're the only, that the, um, two that the coin wears when removing the ashes, where does he get these halachot? So, my answer is that the halacha that his, um, linen or his begot, the, 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 the tunic must be according to the size, it's, it's um, it comes from the fact that, um, Hashem uses the expression, I mean, sorry, mar. I don't know. I'm getting really confused. Um, 
Yeah, no, so, so, they, they use the ex- expression, his begad, um, his, um, his begad in the Torah, and they call it by its usual name, um, the, 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 the tunic, and the halakha that no garment should be, um, the, the trousers, um, area, where the coin, um, directed it is derived from the fact that he and the Torah added the phrase on his flesh. Okay, so, I think we're gonna stop here for today. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. Oh, yeah, um, also, I'm going to put a Dvar Torah, um, for today, um, it's actually really interesting, um, it'll be right after this segment, so, here we go. Hi, so, the Mishnah, um, uh, and yesterday's Zav actually describes the competition that took place on the ramp of the Mizbeach in order to choose the Kohen who would perform the Trumata Desh and Clean Nash from the Mizbeach. If we're according to the Mishnah, that this um, was abandoned in for a lottery system after one of the Kohen was pushed off the um, television was injured. So our Gemara tells us even more frightening story that was related to this competition. I brought to record that one two Kohen were racing up the ramp and one drew a knife and stabbed the other. When, um, when the father of the coin who was stabbed came to the son, found that he still had a breath of life in him. At least the knife did not become Tamei. So the story indicates that the low level to which the, um, like the, how you were being, like the coinhood had fallen towards the end of the second bit of the period. And they were more concerned with the laws of, um, of Tahora and Tameo than that someone had been murdered. So the Brighton further records that a coin named Rabtonic stood up and 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 lectured these um these people, comparing the murder that took place um of an Eglorufa. That the ceremony that was done in the case where dead bodies found between two cities after the murder cannot be found. Those of both cities come as representative of the res- respective city um say the city did only could to protect this person um and ask for um Kapara. So one point out in this case that the um that in the bit of English is not true truly um analogous. In our case the identity of the murderer was known and the murder took place in Yerushalayim, a city that is excluded from the regulations of Egla Roof. This is my explains that the purpose of the analogy was to make the people realize the severity would just happen. As the Ritva explains in the case of Egla Roof, it is not clear that anyone from the nearby city is responsible for the man's death. Nevertheless the city representative had to accept a level of responsibility in our case, there is certainly a need for, like, soul-searching after the murder has been taken place. It appears that Rav Tzadik of the story lived at the very end of the second bit of Megadash period. Same um, individual about whom the Gemara in Gin writes that has fasted for 40 years in the hope that the bit of Megadash would be saved. Morgan also tells that uh, one of um, Yochanan ben Zakhar's request for the emperor um, sent doctors to heal Rav Tzadik. I lost some um, identify Rav Tzadik as someone who lived in a much earlier period. So, um... Really, what the question is is um, why, like they're they're caring about if the knife is tame or tahor, but they're not caring about this coin who's just like stabbed. That's all they care about. So, um, what it's saying is, is that um, it's the time of the second day of English, and we are sent to um, um, we are sent to Galut for a very specific reason. That reason was. Um, that we weren't kind to each other, right? So, um, like, they weren't, um, ever, like, um, the people weren't kind, um, like, to one another. So, that's one of the reasons we were sent to Galut. So, um, this is just showing also in the second Veda Megdash, um, that, like, 
the the coin guttle like it was like a bribe position if you paid money you could become the coin guttle like it's showing like how like low like they they were at that time um so yeah um thanks so much for listening and have a really amazing day